0: and compel the proper meshing of the huge industrial and military machinery of defense with our peaceful methods and goals, so that security and liberty may prosper together. Well, you spoke several times before about ideological subversion. That is a phrase that uh, I'm afraid some Americans don't fully understand.
1: Ideological subversion is, is the slow process which we call either ideological subversion or active measures, in the language of of the KGB, or psychological warfare. What it basically means is to change the perception of reality of every American to such an extent that despite of the abundance of information, no one is able to come to sensible conclusions. It's a great brainwashing In other words, Marxism-Leninism ideology is being pumped into the soft heads of, of, of at least three generations of American students without being challenged or counterbalanced by the basic values of Americanism.
2: Hey, welcome back to the show. CIA tried to pay off analysts to bury findings that COVID lab leak was likely whistleblower. Ooh, yeah, I mean, this is something that I surprised here, but this is now reaching normies. Again, the lab theory is racist and xenophobic, blah, 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 has really softened. You don't hear that very often anymore. It's now considered a mainstream theory. They've really softened to it. And now every time something like this comes out, more and more reports about it seem to follow suit, as more and more normies start to talk about it. So let's get into it. By Josh Christensen this video here. It's a music video. The Central Intelligence Agency offered to pay off analysts in order to bury their findings that COVID-19 was likely leaked from a lab in Wuhan, China. New whistleblower testimony to Congress alleges, yeah well I mean it's pretty really fucking straightforward and here's why. The name of the fucking lab is the Wuhan Institute for Vi- for Virology and COVID Research. Funded by EcoHealth and the NIAID. So, yeah. It's pretty straightforward. I mean, this isn't really any groundbreaking new story. Another part of it is China said, if you investigate it, we will go to war with the USA. Like, they threatened all sorts of crazy shit if we investigated it. So, the intelligence agency, knowing that Joe Biden's in office, probably didn't want to start pursuing it and pushing it. They backed off with their dick between their legs and quietly fucked off. Whereas, under the Trump administration, we're actually starting to get investigations looking into it. Biden took office, and all those investigations were promptly fucking neutered. So, let's continue on, shall we? A senior level CIA officer told House committee leaders that his agency tried to pay off six analysts who found SARS CoV 2 likely originated in a Wuhan lab if they changed their position and said the virus jumped from animal to human, according to the letter sent Tuesday by CIA Director William Burns. Select subcommittee for coronavirus pandemic chairman Bard Wenstrup, a problem from Ohio, and Permanent Select, uh, yep, Permanent Select Committee on Intelligence Chairman Mike Turner, a Republican from Ohio, requested all documents, communications, and pay info from the CIA's COVID discovery team by September 26. Quote: According to the whistleblower, at the end of its review, six of the seven members of the team believe the intelligence science, the intelligence and science. Were sufficient to make a low, confi- a low confidence assessment that COVID-19 originated from a laboratory in Wuhan, China. The House panel chairman wrote. Yeah. Oh, look at that Wuhan Institute for Our Virology. Interesting. Uh, this a little, little, little little thing here. Say, so I wonder. Hmm. Interesting. Let's continue on. Quote: The seventh member of the team, who also happened to be the most senior was the lone officer to believe COVID originated through ZOOSIS, which is the pangolin and all that made-up bullshit. Quote, The whistleblower further contends that to come to the eventual public determination of uncertainty, the other six members were given significant monetary incentive to change their position, they said, noting that their analysts were, quote, experienced officers with significant scientific expertise. Wenstrup and Turner also asked for documents and communications between the CIA and other federal agencies, including the State Department and the FBI, the Department of Health and Human Services, and the Energy Department. All this is right here. If you want to read through it, actually, you know, we'll read through it real quick. Uh, Right here, Congress of the United States, Washington, D.C., 20515, September 12, 2013, or 2023. The Honorable William J. Burns, Director, Central Intelligence Accountability, 1000 Colonial Farm Road, Langley, Virginia, 22101. Dear Director Burns, the Select Subcommittee, let me expand this. The Select select Subcommittee on the Coronavirus Pandemic Select select Subcommittee and the House Permanent uh, uh, Select Committee on Intelligence, HPSCI. Together, the committees have received the new and concerning whistleblower testimony regarding the agency's investigation into the origins of COVID-19. A multi-decade senior level current agency officer has come forward to provide information on the committees regarding the agency's uh, analysis into the origins of COVID-19. According to the whistleblower, the agency um, assigned seven officers to the COVID discovery team. team. The team consisted of multidisciplinary and experienced officers with significant scientific expertise. According to the whistleblower, at the end of its review, six of the seven members of the team believed the intelligence and science were sufficient to make a low-confidence assessment that COVID-19 originated from the laboratory in Wuhan, China. The seventh member of the team, who also happened to be the most senior, was the lone wolf officer believe, uh, to believe COVID-19 originated through zoo, uh, zoonosis. The whistleblower further contended that the uh, that to come to the eventual public determination of uncertainty, the other six members were given a significant monetary incentive to change their position. I'm sure right from the CCP ordered themselves. These allegations from a seemingly credible source requires the committees to conduct further oversight of how the CIA handled its internal investigation into the origins of COVID-19. To assist the subcommittees with their investigations, we require the following documents and uh, information as soon as possible, but no later than September 26, 2023. One. All documents and sub... uh, Let's see, what... It's Tuesday... Oops. It's Tuesday, 3.38 a.m., September 19th. So, you ain't got a whole lot of time left, bud. Don't know why this jumped all the way back up there, but moving on. One, documents and communications regarding the establishment of all interrogations of the COVID discovery teams. Two, all documents and communications between or among the members of all iterations of the COVID discovery team regarding the origins of COVID-19. Three, all documents and communications between or among members of the uh, iterations of the COVID-19 discovery teams and other employees or contractors of the agency regarding the origins of COVID-19. The Unreliability, blah, 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 page two. Four, that all documents and communications between or among members of all uh, iterations of the COVID discovery team teams. And employees or contractors of other federal government agencies, including but not limited to the U.S. Department of State and Federal Bureau of Investigations, the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, to include the National Institutes of Health and National Institutes of Allergy and Infection, N-A-I-D, N-A-N-A-I-D, Fauci's former department, and the U.S. Department of Energy regarding the origins of COVID-19 and five. All documents and communications regarding the pay history, to include the awarding of any type of financial or performance-based incentive, financial bonuses, members of iteration of all iterations of the COVID Discovery Team teams, the Select Subcommittee on the Coronavirus Pandemic is authorized to investigate the origins of the of coronavirus pandemic including but not limited to the federal government's funding of gain of functions, research and executive branch of policies, deliberations, decisions, activities and internal and external communications related to the coronavirus pandemic. Under H. House Resolution 5, under House Rule X, or um, 5, I guess, right? Anyway, the Permanent Select, uh, select Committee on Intelligence has jurisdiction over all intelligence and intelligence-related activities of the department and agencies of the U.S. government. Further, House uh, House Rule 7, Clause 2, M-1B, grants commu- uh, committees of the House of Representatives with the authority to, quote, require, by subpoena or otherwise, the attendance and testimony of such witnesses. And, the production of such books records correspondence memoranda papers and documents as it considers necessary should the requirement should the required information not be produced in an expeditious in a satisfactory manner you should expect the committee or committees to use additional tools or and authorities to satisfy our legislative and oversight requirements thank you for your attention to this important matter sincerely brad westrop and mike turner nice all right back here uh this is an entirely different one it's a little bit shorter we'll check this one out real quick uh, Mr. Andrew Mycritis, uh, former Chief Operating Officer Central Intelligence CIA, so CIA, former Chief of CIA. Dear Mr. McCritus, the Select Subcommittee on the Coronavirus Pandemic, Select Subcommittee, and the House P- Permanent uh, Select Committee on Intelligence HPSCI. Together, the committees have this is actually just the same fucking one. Um, have received new and concerning whistleblower testimony regarding the central the CIA's investigation into the origins of COVID-19. Specifically, the whistleblower pointed out the committee's uh two ACIA COVID discovery teams, in which you played a central role. Ooh, I love the direct call out here. In its formation and eventual conclusion that the CIA was quote unable to determine the origins of COVID-19. These allegations from a seemingly credible source require the committees uh, to conduct further oversight of how the CIA handled its internal investigation into the origins of COVID-19 to assist committees with their investigations. We require you participate in a voluntary transcribed interview on September 26, 2023. The Select Subcommittee on the coronavirus pandemic is authorized to investigate, quote, the origins of the coronavirus pandemic, including but not limited to the federal government's funding of -of gain-of-function research and executive branch policies, deliberations, decisions, activities, and the internal and external communications related to the coronavirus pandemic under House Resolution 5 under Rule 6, my correction there, the Permanent Select Subcommittee on the Intelligence of the Jurisdiction over all Uh, intelligence and intelligence-related activities of the department and agencies of the U.S. government. Further, House Rule 7, Clause 2, M1B grants committees of the House of Representatives with the authority to require by subpoena or otherwise the attendance and testimony of such witnesses and the production of books, records, correspondence, Miranda papers, documents, As it considers necessary, should the uh, required information not be uh, produced in an expeditious and satisfactory manner, you should expect the committee or committees to be uh, used uh, to use its additional tools and authority to satisfy legislative oversight requirements. Thank you for your attention to this important matter. Brad Warstrup and Mike Turner as well. In a separate separate letter, House committee leaders identified former CIA operating officer Andrew Macritus as having played a central role in the COVID investigation and asked him to sit for a transcribed interview, quote, at, uh, we've already read all that, but I guess we'll go through one more time. At CIA, we are committed, you could just put the ad symbol, To the highest standard of analytic rigor, integrity, and objectivity, we do not pay analysts to research scientific conclusions, to research specific scientific conclusions. CIA Director of Public Affairs Tammy Cooperman Thwarp told the Post in a statement, quote, We take these allegations extremely seriously and we look into them. We will keep our Congressional Oversight Committee appropriately informed. Macridis did not immediately respond to request for comment. I wonder why. The FBI was the first US intelligence agency to conclude that COVID-19 pandemic most likely yeah, the Federal Bureau of Investigation most likely originated from a lab leak. In February, the emergency the energy department also concluded that the lab leak was likely based on new intelligence. The US Depar- the US Intelligence Committee declassified its 10 pages re- uh, report COVID Origins adding me report on COVID Origins in June which found biosafety concerns and genetic engineering taking place at the Wuhan Institute of Virology but most of its agencies assets assesses asses uh, okay there's some typos in this article I believe that SARS-CoV-2 was not genetically engineered he meant agencies assets. Got it. Fuck. Several scientists at the Wuhan lab also became sick in the fall of 2019 with symptoms consistent with but not diagnosed of COVID-19, the report states. The CIA and one other intelligence agency pardon me remain unable to determine the precise origin of the COVID-19 pandemic as both hypotheses rely on significant assumptions or face challenges with conflicting reporting, it says. Just the best amongst us, right? But some of the former U.S. Pardon me, we're going to take a little step here. But some former U.S. intelligence officials have disagreed with the assessment. In April, former director of the National Intelligence John Ratcliffe told Congress that the so-called lab leak theory was the only credible explanation for the pandemic which has since claimed nearly seven million people across the globe mind you in america about f- what what is the current case right and for shits and giggles i'm using microsoft's bing look right here united states cases 103 million 436,829 confirmed cases deaths 1,127,152 deaths my grandpa who asphyxiated on his lunch in a retirement home or in a nursing center he was put down as a COVID death yeah and we have multiple doctors we even have the attorney general of New York coming out saying that yeah we likely overcounted and most of that 1 million total of people who've died so far yeah, they, uh, I'll be real with you, they, uh, they, over, they, they counted people who died with COVID but not of COVID, a lot of the numbers like people who got died of gunshots wounds. Now, it's not even a full, it's not even 2%, not even 2% of the people who catch COVID from 2020 to now died of it, barely over 1% right interesting the flu percentage-wise kills more people every year global cases 770 million 770 million confirmed (gasps) sorry confirmed cases just under 7 million confirmed deaths globally and the same problem confirms with those ones as well right so yeah not a very dangerous disease by any fucking means at all not that dangerous So, uh, let's continue on. But some former intelligence officials disagree with the assessment. Director Rukluth. Lab theory was the only explanation for the pandemic, which has since claimed nearly 7 million people across the world. Mm. See, but if they they, they did the U.S. one, it just wouldn't be that impressive, now would it? Quote, "My my informed assessment... As a person with as much access as anyone to our government intelligence has been and continues to be lab leak. It is the only explanation uh, credibly supported by our intelligence, by science, and by common sense. Ratcliffe told the House Select Subcommittee on the Coronavirus Pandemic in a hearing. Quote, If our intelligence and evidence supporting a lab leak was placed side by side uh, with our intelligence and evidence pointing to a natural or uh, natural origins or spillover theory, the lab leak side of the ledger would be long, conceiving uh, convincing, over, even overwhelming, while the spillover side would be nearly empty and tedious added Ratcliffe, a former Texas Republican congressman who served as President Donald Trump's second uh, second and last director of national intelligence. And he did a pretty good job, most things considered. As a former number three official at the CIA during the pandemic, Macritus coordinated his agency response to COVID-19 before retiring in 2022. Like a lot of people... Related to COVID, you know, just suspiciously all kind of retired around the same time, right? Weird how that seems to work. He now serves as a senior advisor at Beacon Global Strategies. Ah, not a great resume, though. The strategy, the strategic advisor firm also says on its website that he spent over a decade in the directorate of intelligence working and when leaving the technical analysis of Russian, Chinese, Iran, and North Korean strategic weapons and space capabilities. Yikes, folks. That brings us to the end of this article. And is anyone surprised? Just like we found out with the people who signed the document saying the 100 by laptop was Russian information. Mostly fake, mostly coerced, mostly paid off to do so. And under oath, they buckle and come clean. I wonder why. That means I'm gonna wrap this up here. I got two more articles I want to get into before I start putting all this together. It is ten? It's five till four, and I got to work at seven. So I'm gonna wrap this up here, and I'll talk to you all later. Deuce.
1: You're being made to see these things. Nor do I?
3: You're seeing me. I can't even see you. I may be dead by the time you watch this. Very possibly are. You don't know who's the man who's making things he wants you to see. Destroy your television sets now. You must listen to no orders. That's all I can
1: tell you from this point of humanity, Brilliant. That's how it
3: touches.
1: I didn't really understand it.
2: To my chagrin, we're going to read a WAPO article by Taylor Lorenz. Welcome back to Inside Four Walls. I am your amused host. Threads, blocks, searches related to COVID and vaccines as cases rise. Public health experts denounce the platform's moderation policies, which they say restrict access to critical health information. By a whiny bitch named Taylor Lorenz. (laughs) Now, I don't think any of us here are fans of Taylor Lorenz. I think it's a pretty safe assumption, right? i just like to take a moment to highlight how the left will destroy their own for not doing what they're supposed to be doing. You're su what do you mean? You're restricting access? And you know what's going on, right? Zuckerberg's just like, I'm just trying to curb people from finding what we would call misinformation. But it's just a blanket. We'll get into it. Ah. Keck. Los Angeles Instagram's text-based social media platform, Threads, last week rolled out its new search function, a crucial step towards the platform's expansion, and one that would give it more... It won't do shit. It's it's dead. It's dead. Anyway, not even 24 hours later, the company was embroiled in controversy when users went uh, to threads to search for content related to COVID and long COVID, and they were met with a blank screen that showed no search results and a pop-up link to a website for the Center of Disease Control and Prevention, but they acknowledged in a statement, that, a statement to the WAPO that threads is intentionally blocking the search of terms and said that other terms are being blocked which is again is anyone surprised threads was set up by the federal government funded by the federal government and zuckerberg just slapped his name on it and developed it so i was shut out so quickly and still under development but it was toted out leading into it as the twitter destroyer and then Elon Musk was like actually i'm putting the bird to sleep and it's gonna be an x now yeah also have you seen this picture of amber heard dressed as mercy yeah you know a lot of people said i got very distracted That's why people are going to go to X and keep using X. X lets you have the argument, even if it's bad for your health. Let's continue on. Uh, A list of search by the post discovered that the words sex, nude, gore, porn, coronavirus, vaccines, and vaccination are also among blocked words. Well, with what happened with child porn and all that on Instagram, I imagine Facebook wants to be very careful of an episode I just did about that. You can look at my channels. It's not too far back, actually quote the search functionality temporarily doesn't provide results for keywords that may show potentially sensitive content that may show potentially sensitive content the statement said adding that the company will add a search functionality for terms only quote once we are confident in the quality of the results <sighs> Lucky Tran director of the science communications at Columbia University discovered that discovered this himself when he attempted to use threads to seek out research and related uh, research related to COVID. Something he says he does every day. Sure, but I was excited by search on threads, he said. I was excited by search on threads. OK, he said, quote, when I typed in COVID, COVID, I came up with no search results. Other public health workers criticized the company's decision and said its time was especially poor given the current coronavirus uptake hospitalizations just nearly 16%. Oh, fuck off and cry harder. In the United States last week, and by the way, it's the, popu- the vaccinated population going through all this, which is just wild, right? I mean, the vaccinated are the ones more predominantly getting this new strain of COVID? No. What? No, say it's not so, of course. Moving on. In the United States last week. And have been rising steadily since July. According to the CDC data. Though they remain less. uh, Than what they were. For the comparable week. A year ago. Oh wow you mean they're down. It's kind of the inverse. When Joe Biden goes. Man a lower gas price by 75% man. After you increased it to $7 a gallon. Great. Anyway. Though they remain uh, they remain less than what they were for the comparable week a year ago. Deaths are less than a quarter of what they were a- were year to year. CDC statistics show. Julia Doubleday, Doubleday. Okay, Julia Doubleday, outreach director for the uh, WHN World Health Network, a nonprofit. Uh, they received a lot of money then dedicated to fighting the coronavirus, I quote, social media is a lifeline for patients. Literally. Literally! What are we doing with social media? We, we, we couldn't do anything without social media before. I hate this. Long COVID... This is hurting my IQ. I need a sexual chemo treatment after reading this article. Anyway, long COVID patients have died for, of organ failure, infections, cardiac events, and more. And social media is one place... They can share information. Cutting off communication between suffering and disabled patients is cruel in In the extreme. It's indefensible. Yet you silenced so much shit that could have saved people. Like Ivermectin reports, perhaps? Perfectly confusing Iver and ivermectin. Quote, the decision to censor searches about COVID will make it harder for public health experts and people who work in public health to get out important info to the public about how they can protect themselves, Tran said. In 2021, a survey by Pew Research Center about 4 in 10 American adults said social media was an important source of coronavirus vaccine news because they're retarded. Quote, censoring searches for COVID. look do your own research I get going to social media but if that's the main place you're going for your your news and it's not just like looking through articles and reading you know medical research papers and shit dog what the fuck are you doing uh will only leave an information censoring searches for COVID and long COVID will only leave an information gap that will be filled with misinformation from elsewhere yeah but you went from saying long COVID to real saying long COVID's not real what the fuck are you talking about um, information elsewhere. Trans said, quote, "The best solution is to take proactive steps to evaluate multiple trusted sources and address misinformation. The incident is the latest indication that Meta, which owns Facebook and Instagram of which threads is part threads is a part, is seeking to avoid controversy on threads in July. Instagram CEO Adam Missouri, said that Threads is, quote, not going to do anything to encourage politics or hard news. Bullshit! It's already been doing that since day one. And that, quote, the goal isn't to replace Twitter. It was at one point. You guys backtracked that The ability to share real-time news and information, however, was crucial to the rise of Twitter and remains one of its core functionalities ever since Elon Musk took over Twitter. Uh, people with long COVID have been experiencing more harassment. Harassment? It's been harder to connect on there, said Fiona Lowens Oh, that last name tells me why they're whiny and bitching about everything. Oh, eg, the goys are saying that the COVID and the vaccine are the dangerous and, and, and they're not doing the things, and the gentiles are getting real mouthy. These goy boys, I tell you, always they, 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 they need to throw some shackles at some doctors and get them to say the vacata thing about the vaccine and downplay and upplay and goy the oy the oy the go fuck yourself, little whiny bitch ass. Take up, take up the ADL, you fuck. Editor of the Long COVID Survival Guide, a book about managing long COVID symptoms. The whole reason we know about long COVID in the first place is because people with long COVID took to social media and started talking about it where they were told to shut the fuck up and that it wasn't real and that the vaccine would fix it. And now you sing a different tune. Uh, talk about the experiencing, Stein said... Noting that the term long COVID itself was coined by a Twitter user before adopted by the CDC, the World Health Organization, and other health organizations after they said it wasn't real for the longest time. Emily Varga, an associate professor at the University of Minnesota, Minnesota eh? Hubbard School of Journalism oh, and Mass Communication, oh, said that the decision to block the, re- the search results for important keywords does not situate Threads as a replacement for Twitter that one, uh, tw- uh, for the Twitter that one exis- existed. The decision, that's weirdly worded, Varga said was indicative of Meta's apparent inability to meaningfully moderate the content to a scale. Uh, yeah, the Instagram scan from about last month. Yeah. Quote, Meta and all of its products have long had a hands off approach, she said. They really. Don't want to be seen as deciding truth versus not truth, as long as the government tells them what it is, you know. And I think that it is a. That's uh, just not true, though. It's just not true. With the way they suppress and ban people for saying things that are. Like, look, if you came on and said it was from Wuhan, you would get banned on Facebook. You would get deleted off all the social media. If you came on and said vaccines are dangerous and they didn't work and that you should talk to your doctor before you just take a vaccine, telling people to do their own research could get you suspended back in the day right so it, it's not that it's not that you care about getting both sides out it's that you care about getting your side out you want to word it so no one thinks you're like that but you absolutely are like that you lying vindictive cunt just ask libs of tiktok right lauren right lauren doxing whore stupid unlovable fat fucking miserable fucking ben and jerry guddling whore Amara, i hope she hears this and gets set off it'd be fucking Amazing if that skank rubbed two brain cells together one more time to get pissed off. Anyway, uh, Meta and all of its products have a lo- have long had a handoff approach. be seen, they often sidestep decisions, they're really complicated and very difficult. Moderation decisions, Hanny Farbid, Hanny Forbid, a professor at the University of California's Berkeley. Oh, god who specializes in the technology of disinformation, of course, technology different disinformation. Uh, I'm sure they're great right at their job. So that blocking search results for certain terms, why, but why, why stop at just certain, why not just not block anything like that? If it doesn't harm or cause exploitation, then why not? Uh, certain terms does not, disinformation, so that blocking search results for certain terms does not at least show that Meta is thinking about the disinformation no it doesn't it it just shows they care about pushing a narrative though he called blocking search terms an imprecise moderation method silence quote all this talk about ai and large language models and all these amazing technological innovations he said and one of the top tech companies in the world is resorting to the to these really crude instruments for, uh, for content moderation. Forbid Farbid, said the decision could be a sign that Meta quote, is continually not investing in doing better content moderation, so they resort to this t- very blunt instrument. Blocking certain words from search outright, outright is ultimately ineffective, Forbid said, because users will quickly develop euphemisms and turns of phrases to get around them yes it's actually explained very well in 1984 but i don't think a horror like you can read very well that's why you probably have grammarly to fix all your fucking spelling that being said this is the end of inside four walls i have one more episode to get to and i will talk to y'all there
3: bye
2: Hey guys, I'm back inside four walls, I know, I know, I keep disappearing, M-I-N action, it's been such a fucking crazy couple of news cycles I've been gone through, to be completely honest with you, um, and I tap in time to time, usually to upload episodes that I recorded a couple of days before I actually get around to uploading them, pulling crazy long shifts at, uh, the Miller plant, and other odd jobs around, uh, around the city, and, Balancing my uh, precinct delegate obligations, uh, various other production obligations I got for other shows I'm working with, more in the background of, and my own show here. So, I know, I know, smack myself on the wrist. That being said, I got some of these older stories that I meant to record about sooner, so I'm just going to go kind of rush through these a little bit, you know. Kind of try to skip the song and dance routine around it and just go right for the cut. And then try to get into some newer stories though from the 22nd to the 30th uh I'm going to try and get things organized, but I'm going to be out of town. And I mean like <laughs> states away from the studio and my setup and all my recording equipment. I'll bring some stuff with me. I'll get some stuff uploaded, but it's not going to be this type of content. But I'm thinking I'm going to upload some old archive compilations like Twitter, File, Saga, all the episodes about that. Cut into one big long episode over on like Rumble and, the, and like the audio, Spotify, Apple Podcast type areas as well. So I do a couple of those that way every day I'm gone. You know, there's like maybe one to two compilation episodes, but no promises yet. I, I, I set these goals for myself. And then I get home from work, I take a shower, I eat, and I just... Pass out because you know we've been working from like six a.m. well six or seven a.m. till six or seven p.m. Monday through Friday, and on the weekends I'm running to different I'm in in different states running around, filming, recording, writing for different things that aren't this show. So <laughs> my apologies. That's enough for a two-and-a-half-minute-long housekeeping. Let's uh, let, let let let's get into this. White House orders the media to keep sating Joe Biden. Sainting. Mm. As a Lutheran, I love nothing more than golden cow speak. Now, I do understand that Lutherans had their saint, too, but we don't pray to our saints. You know, we don't golden cow them. We just kind of respect their place in history. I'm Lutheran, not Catholic, and Joe Biden's not Catholic either, so... Look, if you're Catholic, I know there's a couple of you who watch my show, and when I make fun of Catholics, I hear about it either on Gab or other social media, I'm Protestant. Look, you laugh at me when I make fun of the Mormons, you laugh at me when I make fun of the Muslims, you laugh at me when I make fun of all the fucking Jews, you laugh at all that shit, you laugh when I make fun of black Hebrew Israelites, take a fucking joke. Like you make altar boys take dick. Now, this article is by James Bovard. Let's get into it. Now, it is an opinion piece, I didn't know if that was clear there, but good. So I want to clarify, this is an opinion article full of facts though. And general sense in, so I'm going to add of course the White House has finally made official that it has been implying for more than two years any journalist who reports on President Biden's mis- misdeeds and corruption is betraying American democracy. Now on this very show not too long ago now, right here, Joe Biden declares war on the First Amendment, wanting to install social media operation Mockingbird 2.0, which is an exec, which is a separate branch of the government he wanted to form, which would essentially invade social media. Now, supposedly this failed, but if you look at the Twitter files, folks, all the agents and government communications between Twitter under Dorsey and what was it Pancake on a Wall? Was that roughly what his name translated to? Yeah, Pancake on a Wall. We'll go with that. That's what I've always called him. Or, fat little stuff in 11 class year. I miss doing that impression. But, humorous anecdotals aside, it seems like that's, that was successfully developed and it was there long before him, hence the name Mockingbird 2.0 in the episode I titled it. Now we have over here to December 9th, 2021. Biden holds secret meeting with news outlets about how they cover his failing presidency. Meanwhile, CNN CEO could be leaving and yeah we all know jeff zucker is out and then the guy after him got kicked out we've been covering the cnn downward spiral since 2018 on this show proudly boys maybe i'll make that one of the compilations however Joe Biden's been meeting with you. We've covered this too. I just had a hard time finding this episode for some reason. Joe Biden's met with them to say, no, tell them I have higher approval ratings. Tell them I'm performing great in the polls. Some Democrats are performing great in the, in the midterm polls anyway, even if we're not. Tell them what I tell you to tell them. Completely writing narratives from the White House directly to the press corps. People from Fox News, MSNBC, CNN, all the main figureheads of the national news networks went there. Including some of these online outlets had people who were representatives who were sent to the White House and they've met with Biden and his representatives multiple times in order to say, no, this is how we're going to be covering this event and this is how I want you to report on it. So every single narrative you've heard, even the narratives that I report on, even if I do my due diligence and try to cross check – you know, spend some time researching and double reading, reading other articles before I get into recording the episode I'm going to upload. Full disclaimer I do that like 94, 95% of the time. Other times I spend the whole day listening to C SPAN, NPR, and other people talking about it all day. So I have a good idea of it when I get into it. Though I will admit that might poison my opinion. That's not usually how I do it, however. So that's like maybe 5% of how I do it. Anyway, this is what I say I can get things wrong. I can also lie to push my own agenda. I am just as capable of pushing narratives and misleading you to further my own goals and ambitions as any of these mainstream outlets are. Just because I I have the independent small voice, remember, I did at one point come from within this industry, even if it was just in a stringer capacity. Now, I don't. And I encourage you to fact check me, as why I leave sources in the epi- in the links in the comments below, and I always encourage feedback, downvotes and upvotes on any platform I'm on. You don't like it, downvote it. I encourage it. You. you like it, upvote it. I appreciate you. I appreciate you both, actually. Uh, downvoting, and upvoting, it just tell it gives me how to engage it. Shout out to all the people who told me, "Hey, your audio is fucked up in this Joe Rogan Oliver Anthony episode." I'll have to fix that. I still haven't got a chance to, though. Thank you, genuinely, every one of you, because stuff like that helps me improve and get this show to be the best that it can be feedback's welcome I'm not like the rest of gen z where my vagina gets sore when you say hey you fucked up
1: Uh oh, dang
2: yeah maybe you ain't here no i'm just like oh hey good looks thanks even if you did call me a cock sucking kite chris cuck in the process of it you still help me improve so thanks king Sigma schizoid Now, we've been covering this for a while It was essentially my point Joe Biden's been having multiple meetings To say, hey, this is how you report this This is how you cover it, or else What's the or else? Well, the SEC can always pull your fucking license, can't they? That's the or else Potentially We don't really know what the or else is But we know there's been implied or else's And quid pro quote behind the scenes of these news outlets I also said that would only go as long as the media is willing to tolerate it because if anyone up on high bo- above Joe Biden or anyone they see as more authoritative than Joe Biden says, hey, ignore the old retard. Do what I tell you now. They're going to do it. And you're going to see Joe Biden get grilled on the spot and he's going to start melting down. You're kind of seeing that right now. I should make an episode all about what I thought was going to – all about what I think is going to happen to Hunter Biden with, like, the forced overdose and how the media's going to turn on him. I really need to get on top of that before it all actually happens because people are be like, oh, you're just saying what happened anyway. No, I've been—I've had this long-running conspiracy theory about what's going to happen to Joe Biden, Hunter Biden. It's all falling into fucking place. Let's get into it. This article. <clears> Oop, <throat> oh, my bad. Democracy last called. Uh, the latest call for loyalty oaths comes in response to the White House or, to the House Republicans' leadership launching an impeachment inquiry. On the Biden family corruption, we'll get into that in a second, the White House leaked a draft letter that it will send two major outlets urging them to, quote, ramp up their scrutiny of White House Republicans, or of House Republicans, I don't know why I keep saying White House, my apologies, of House Republicans, quote, for opening an impeachment inquiry based on lies. Again, if all hope was lost, their propaganda would not be fucking necessary. Now, that's a fact. Also, you have on you have two stories actively at play here, right? One, them coming out cringe beer, Joe Biden, all the kind of saying, <laughs> "Yeah, let him impeach me. I'm not scared. Fuck him. This is all political. We'll get nothing." And then they go on. They take off like the bold Chad mask underneath it is a crying NPC rage meme. That's what they got going on. He told them that it's, it's a lie. <laughs> think about it right think about how long this deflection and projection onto your enemy they've been doing for the longest fucking time oh trump's benefiting from russian and ukrainian hackers in the 2016 election oops joe biden and hillary clinton were benefiting from ukraine and russian hackers and received massive payouts from these two countries as well not trump the whole kremlin thing turned out to be fake news turns out other uniparty active members have been russian well not assets but partners and funding some shady operations with certain agencies in russia same thing with ukraine you know you got brisma holdings as of italians and politicians in bed with those groups as well it's a you know i would do a. I I really quit covering the ukraine russia thing because it's just cock waving at this point i I need to do an update because the same like look the same warhead 2 came out did anything come of that a lot of people got scurred right? Now it's parked. Yeah, we'll get into that. I'm sure I'll have to talk about it. Am I in my fire? I don't think they're going to. It, but, you know, that's the point. I do think there's a higher likelihood that someone hacks their systems because Russia runs on a lot of antedated software and a lot of old tech. And that's observable through like the footage they put out of Putin in his office. He uses old cell phones, little computers. You know, so I, I think they could get hacked. There's also some, I'm McAfee, I, I, I worked for the McAfee campaign in 2020, and I was a volunteer of my own volition in 2016, telling everybody to go watch the McAfee debates, instead of uh, the Trump or Clinton debates, look at McAfee. So I was that weirdo, I got my merch from both times too. <clears throat> anyway, I, I think it's more like that someone could hack Russian software, and then fire the Sane 2, then Russia actually fires a Satan 2 missile. Uh, It's a lot of saber-rattling, so I kind of quit covering the Ukraine-Russia conflict. But, needless to say, there's a lot of special interest groups involved in both sides, neither of which turn out to be Trump. And the whole, they just accuse you. Like, Hunter Don Jr. is a crackhead, porn-addicted prostitute, fucking dirty foreign asset with loyalties to other countries, blah, 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 blah. And then... Hunter Biden turned out to be all that and so much fucking worse. Well, Joe, well, Donald Trump's secretly a fucking pedophile. And then we get people who are Epstein survivors saying, actually, he's the only one who wasn't trying to fuck us. And we turn out about Joe Biden being pedo-pede, all that. They all say, well, Donald Trump probably uses alternate names. And we turned out that fucking Mitt Romney under Pierre Delecto. Look that one up. I covered it a long time ago, too. I just so that's how I did like the dates for head for for titles. Look, I came from the news. I was doing. I don't have a good excuse for what this was. All right. I don't know why I titled it. The date I recorded it. All right. Leave me alone. It, it Old habit. Anyway. Or, or completely fucking irrelevant. Uh the White House has finally made official what it has been implying for more than two years. Any journalists oh, already read that part. Call for loyalty. The White House leaked a draft down here. The effort to preemptively blunt media criticism of President Biden is being led by Ian Sams, the White House's official, quote, spokesperson for oversight and investigations. Oops. He got the title because, quote, Baghdad Bob was already taken. <laughs> Oof. They're unplugging the incubators. I always pref- I always thought the the little girl sob story was way funnier. Um, Sam said, and there's some boomers. There's some Zoomers right now listening to this. I say there's a fellow Zoomer who are like crying, pulling babies from incubators. Baghdad Bob, what? <laughs> hey, shout out to the old heads who don't need to do any fucking research. You knew exactly about that fucking sigh from the George Bush administration with that little girl. Oof big oof. They named a satellite after this bitch's speech. God damn! Sam's said Wednesday that all those phone calls to Hunter during squirrely business meetings were simply proof of proof Joe Biden loves his son. In May, after congressional investigations exposed a vast multi million dollar web of Biden family influence. Uh, no. The Biden Inc. article in the New York Times has been there since like 2019. Uh, no. Uh, it's has nothing to do with May. It's only talking about May of, like 2019, then we'll have a conversation about it. Uh, quote, allegations against the president are nothing more than innuendo and insinuation. Oh, that's a zesty way to talk, ain't it, bud? Makes you all feel all big and smart with your big old fancy words. Quite frankly, that sentence had too many syllables in it. Apologize. Now, in May, after congressional investigation, Sam is the chicken little of the Biden media team. Oh, I actually love that old movie, even though it's uglier than shit. Uh, whenever Republicans or the media criticize the president, Sam's hyperventilates as if the death of democracy is imminent. And I fucking wish. maybe a strong republic if we can keep it. So observers are stunned at brazenness of the latest White House demand for media uh, subservience. Look, if you look at me on Twitter, I literally changed my bio to say American Nationalist. Alright, I mean, come on now. But, Team Biden can be panicking because Federal Appeals Court crippled heavy-handed censors. At the White House and other federal agencies, the court unanimously received part of an injunction from a July 4th count ruling that prohibited federal officials from seeking to, quote, coerce or significantly encourage social media companies to suppress social media content containing protected free speech. Great ruling. Just because they say this up doesn't mean they stopped. Hence the Mockingbird 2.0. And Mockingbird never ended. They just It's like, you know, they say, oh, well, we've been in the Middle East ever since, you know, 9-11 happened. It's like, no, we've been in the Middle East since, like, the 60s. Desert Storm. Contra. Then the War on Terror. You know, then the Hunt for Osama. Then it was the Rebuilding Era. We've always had an excuse to be in the fucking Middle East. And they'll say none ISIS cells. I will say my favorite Bush moment was when Bush came out and said, "You know, we keep trying to find where they keep doing have the the suicide bomb and training facilities. We just can't find them." Well, Mr. President, because training went really well that day. (laughs) In a weird way, I do kind of miss Bush, not for any good reason, just for the kind of entertainment value he gave. The court unanimously uh, revived part. Of an injunction from July fourth, court ruling that prohibited federal officials from seeking. to Read that. My apologies. This little pull donkey keeps knocking me off my course. Democratic candidates won't be aided by censorship next year nearly as much as they were in the twenty twenty midterm elections. So if Team Biden can't sneak through the back door to kill embarrassing stories, it is no, it has no choice but to sound the trumpets. And to summon the media to help block the front door. And here is where Ian Sam's his his was that histrionic show. Okay, histrionic show. Okay, comes to town. Sam is outraged at the media coverage, impeachment as a process story, which is a quote. Really, disservice to the American public who relies on the independent press to hold those in power accountable. Absolutely, I completely agree, but the media hasn't really been good. Except for the White House. And we're back on the same page. Sam waited in that draft letter that quote, or yeah, Sam's wailed in that draft letter that quote, In the modern media environment, everyday liars and Huskers peddle disinformation and lies everywhere from Facebook to Fox. Okay, well, what about MSNBC and Rachel Maddow that had to get labeled as fake news? Now you can say, well, Tucker Carlson, but Tucker Carlson is not on Fox anymore. Fox fired Tucker Carlson. MSNBC did not fire Rachel Maddow. Rachel Maddow is labeled fake news by the legal standard. Fact check me. Hmm, maybe Ian Sam's can invent a story about Biden's youth akin to George Washington and the cherry tree. A apathetical tale. To prove Biden has always been irrevocably honest, notwithstanding any facts of the contrary. Why not have simply have Ian Sam's ride a pink pony into the press room each day, and scanter magic dust that erases reporters' memories. Hey, look at the pen. Flash! <laughs> Actually, most of them don't have a memory beyond 48 hours. Ooh, that is true. The water cooler around these assholes is pretty dull. So, that would be a waste of good magic dust. The president is facing a daunting challenge. In 2020, Biden won... Thanks to a basement campaign. Yeah, by the way, Biden can win from a basement, but Trump can't win from a jail cell. Sit on that narrative and chew it. Where voters rarely saw his physical and mental struggles and his brazen lies on Hunter Biden's laptop and other issues were rarely challenged. But with congressional investigation closing in, the Biden 2024 campaign will need to seal his entire life or at least all of his records in an underground bunker. The Ian Sam's edict for mandatory media groveling is simply another branch of Team Biden's faith building in, in Leviathan. God, I love how this person works with words. It's amazing. The Department of Homeland Security, or the whipping bitches of the deep state, Early last year, proposed a disinformation governance board. Yeah, with a Harry Potter fangirl. The hell, we cover that in depth, too. Thanks for telling me nothing I need to make a compilation on. For all while, I'm gone. Any person or group seeking to undermine public trust in government institutions, the New York Post helped demolish that monstrosity. Yes, true, and this is what I talk about. The New York Post, for the longest time, was considered center high factuality. News guard, ground news. And then they confirmed the laptop. When all the other media companies were saying this is fake, FBI said so. The New York Post said, yeah, no, I can't I can't lie. This is clearly a real laptop. We've had it independently confirmed multiple times, and we've talked to different legal steams this, this is a real laptop. And these are confirmed to be real photos. The only thing we're missing is Hunter Biden just outright saying that this is his laptop. Everyone said, fake news. You're a liar. Everybody attacked the New York Post. The New York Post got hacked. Posted all kinds of shit like Ben Shapiro threads, AOC's lives, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. They got, and now they're considered lean's right mixed factuality on NewsGuard. They, they, they got some credit back. I think they went to like four strikes or some shit. I don't know how NewsGuard does it or nonsense. But yeah, that's why New York Post got abused so fucking hard. And I still like the New York Post. That's why I still use the New York Post. I don't like this bitch. I don't like her. I think she was a con artist. I genuinely think she she, she was one of the... I, I think she was maybe one of the few actual Trump attorneys that were actually a fucking con artist. Sidney Powell was... I don't trust her. I never did back then. You can find my content. The FBI has a task force of 80 agents working to curb, quote, subversive data utilized to drive a wedge between the populace and the government. How much more groveling can the White House squeeze out of the press corps? Biden's re-election prospects hinge on the White House efforts to demonize critics. But if Joe Biden really had nothing to hide, then the White House would have nothing to fear. Will Americans be satisfied with the presidential piety in lieu of, trans- in lieu of transparency? So, a couple thoughts on this. Alright, folks. So... With this impeachment, by now Donald Trump's first impeachment was over, and they were starting to talk about the idea of a second impeachment. You're absolutely right, but what they're going with the strategy-wise, and this is speculation here, based on what you know I'm reading, it seems like an obvious speculation. They're slow rolling it for two reasons. One, they wanted to all hit right before the heat of election season really kicks off, like right before, like milliseconds, like throwing butter into the pan of oil before it hits the fire. Like a splash. And you're going to drag out the laptop, the diary. They're going to confirm more and more things. Now, while the impeachment of Joe Biden's been slow rolling, the investigations of Hunter Biden have rapidly increased. And we'll get into some of that news stuff today. Remember, a lot of lawsuits were predicated on the idea that this wasn't Hunter Biden's laptop. And then Hunter Biden filed multiple defamation lawsuits that required him to claim the laptop as, guess what? His own. And then he sued the laptop guy for stolen property, which, again, you can't sue for, sto- for stolen property if it's not your property. Hence the dirty hand clause. So, he legally claimed ownership dozens of times with his laptop over the last five and a half months. I think Hunter Biden's stressed, smoking crack again. Because these decisions he's making are fucking retarded. We got him on the gun charge. We got him on the drug charge. We got him on all these fucking charges now. They're going after Hunter Biden to try and get Joe Biden to back down. Joe Biden doesn't love Hunter Biden. Joe Biden doesn't care about Hunter Biden. Now, the other side of that, you have the populist right. The Freedom Faction. The bird. I don't care about any of it i've done way worse in a movie theater trust me should have said that but allegedly in minecraft though i'm a good german boy boy i play nyan where i do a lot of uh i build a lot of pizza ovens you could say but but with this impeachment they're doing it as thoroughly and as carefully as as possible yes it's slow rolling i i I do agree but i've said this from the beginning this isn't me just saying some different shit last second i genuinely think because if mccarthy they had the ability to call mccarthy and have him removed from his position with a call of one they at least call the process to begin with one vote yet knowing the freedom caucus is saying that and the freedom caucus seems pretty genuinely happy with what's going on and i like matt gates uh, show me the evidence you got of the accusations. With them, they're about as strong as Russell Brad's, Brands, Brad's, whatever the fuck. I don't. Me meme two, is happening again, but. They want to make sure if they go for an impeachment. It has the highest possible chance of succeeding, and if not succeeding doing as much damage around election season as fucking possible. And if they can get more and more evidence like they're doing right now, linking Hunter Biden and Joe Biden, they can bring Hunter Biden into the impeachment hearing and all the evidence alongside with it too. So there's an angle to this, and I will hang my hat on that. That I, I think it's good they're slow rolling it, as crazy as that might sound. They're making sure it doesn't seem, as, seem politically driven, and people are going to call it that anyway. But compiling evidence in these court cases and these evidence and now the indictment I remember saying Hunter Biden will be indicted. I don't know if he will see the inside of a jail cell. I, I doubt it. It's more likely than... I think it's more likely that Trump... Uh, here's the weird thing. With the indictment of Hunter Biden coming out and with this news breaking and all that, I was wondering if actually will try to throw Trump in a jail cell. I don't think it will work. I had zero, I, zero confidence and zero ability and humor in the idea that it would happen. I'm like, you know, you can't say it won't happen here because that's how it does happen here, but this is just one of those far-fetched things. This is a big escalation. The Hunter by impe- I- indictment and now this. They might do it. You might get footage of, well, maybe not. After the mugshot shit. I knew Fannie Willis was the retard one who would give us that mugshot. I don't think anyone's going to give us a, a perp walk in handcuffs, but... I don't know. I, I do... I, I It's inevitable that there's going to be some massive escalation with Donald Trump because of this impeachment. And the Hunter Biden indictment. But this is all a lot of exciting stuff. And I, admittedly, things I need to brush up on a little bit more before I talk too much more in depth about it. Because again, I've been, you know, five to six days a week working 6 a.m. to 7 p.m. Damn, we're not going to to do as much reading as I would like. That being said, I'm going to read three comments and wrap this up here. All right, folks? Again, a little sloppy. My apologies. Henry. Not media. They are controlled by a political party. Now more people are aware and they don't approve of the biased commission to omission. Spunbearing says, This administration declared war upon the First Amendment based on the basis that they know better. Know what? And Buzzer says, If Biden were not a true coward, he would hold an unscripted press conference to rebuke all corruption allegations against him. True. By refusing to answer unscripted questions from any and all members of the press, he proves himself a true coward who acknowledges guilt and leaves the GOP no choice but to impeach him immediately. And Fauci's mask says, and Trump gave them seemingly uh, gave them seemingly often Uh, gave them. I think he meant gave into them. Seemingly often I recall too. True! But, and he was a big but I know, I know, but there was far more pushback than there was submitting and the most of the submitting we give him during COVID and hey, I was sitting here criticizing him I was in here mocking him, belittling him, and deeply criticizing every move. I was against the lockdown from day one. In fact, the only thing you find me nice nice things about me saying with day one lockdown is hey, well you know what? You know what? I'll say this. At least I've been working the show. It's not gonna be great though, bad for the economy. And yeah, here we are, right? But let me ask you a question. I was someone who was criticizing and putting out ideas at the time of the lockdowns and the panic before the man- before the vaccines were even out and all that nonsense. I was putting out ideas and alternatives to the lockdown. What were you doing? Were you at protests? Were you at rallies? I was traveling all across the fucking country. I understand you can't do that, but were you just complying? If you were just laying down and complying, then I have to tell you to shut the fuck up. You can't sit here and be like, "Well, Donald Trump just gave in to them. So did you. So did you, bitch. You sat down, and you sucked, and you slobbered, and you salivated all up on that fucking boot like it was the last goddamn meal you'll ever fucking have. Don't sit here and virtue signal to me now. I don't fucking buy it. I don't believe you, and I never fucking will. This doesn't go to all of you, but this goes to a very large number of you, and I know I'm going to lose subscribers on every platform because of this very bit of rhetoric right here leave i don't want a disingenuous fan base because honest conflict will serve our society far better than dishonest harmony if you during 2020 through 2021 were laying down and complying even if you were complying for the first few months shut up you caved to authority you bowed before it At least with Trump, he was just following the protocol, which, sure, as somebody who said he was going to buck a lot of these trends, and he did buck a lot of these trends, he did follow protocol. Protocol says you defer to the head of the NIAID, which is what happened with swine flu, which is what happened with AIDS, Ebola. Uh, a, A lot of these breakouts were deferred to Fauci. It was just the pandemic was the COVID lockdown for the first time we were all at home. And very closely paying attention because a lot of people had been shaken awake because of the little prior three years of the Trump administration. More people were paying attention, more people were re politically activated than ever. And more people were at home than ever doing their own research. So people were paying closer attention to Fauci. Fauci was in charge of every national major outbreak we've had since like 1975. He took office, started working as secretary before he was the head of his, before he former head of the NIAID. He was assistant secretary of the NIAID. He had sworn in 1968. Officially sworn... Well, he started working in 1968. Officially sworn in 1969 by LBJ. Go ahead. Fact check me. It's 100% true. 2020, you you started paying more attention to Fauci. You started watching what he was doing pay paying attention to his moves. Pardon me. Anyway. So if you done were out there with better ideas or... Boldly calling out the lies. And you are wearing your mask. You have no ground here to throw accusations. Or to throw a fit. I can. But I also got active. And so did millions of other Americans. It wasn't just me. I can't sit here and talk like it was. That'd be foolish. And of my own ass in so many ways. If there weren't other Americans standing up. There wouldn't have been events to travel to film. And interview people and see the resistance firsthand i was just a face in a crowd with a camera the people around me were the movement you know what i mean and where were you were you there were you on the ground i didn't see you my bad if i missed you but if you weren't you speak up now boldly and feeling all emboldened because you have the facts Because the narratives and everything came out saying that it's safe to do so. Or because evidence came out saying, yeah, absolutely. Instead of using your common sense and powers of observation, your knowledge. Or looking into the history of these kinds of draconian lockdowns and measurements and what happened in this country in the Spanish flu. And what Fauci was doing in nightclubs and saunas in the 80s and all that nonsense. You're just as culpable as Donald Trump was. Even if you're on the left and never supported him or if you're on the right and you supported him. Donald Trump... Didn't handle the lockdown great, but after what was it, about a month and a half, he came out and said, "Yeah, you need to start lifting these lockdowns, but I can't force anyone to do it. I can't just make these states lock up. If anything, Trump's guilty of not being a fucking tyrant. If Trump wanted to use executive orders to make every state, un, you know, go out of lockdown, he could have, but he didn't. He let states choose. Hence, why Florida exploded in population and popularity. Hence, why DeSantis exploded in popularity at the time." It's because states were allowed to choose, and when the lockdowns happened, was it Christy Nome? She didn't lock down at all. Her state never locked down. Could be getting it wrong, but I believe it's Christy Nome. Zero lockdowns. There's two two red states that had zero lockdowns. All right, so no. Your governor and you chose to listen to bad advice from politicians, just like Trump did. It's very hard to break this down in a way where you're not just as culpable as he is. Sure, president, I get that. I get that. But it's your job to hold people in power accountable. If you lay down and took it, you lay down and took it. Sorry. It may hurt to hear, but that's the facts. And that's what I'm going to leave you with here today. This has been Inside Four Walls. I've been Mr. Madison, and I will talk to y'all later. Doses. Welcome back to Inside Four Walls, and I am your host, a broke man, east of north, east of Richmond, east, whatever, the joke failed. That being said, welcome back to the show. Joe Rogan and Oliver Anthony mock out-of-touch celebrity backlash to hit song, Richmond, north of Richmond. Yeah, we're going to talk about two people who are out-of-touch, and one of them might be you, perhaps. We'll get into that. By Alexander Hall of Fox Lover Anthony about his rise to fame, after releasing the hit song "Rich Man North of Richmond," I'm not a singer, and mocked the mocked its outrage caused, mocked the outrage it caused. I'm Liz The red-bearded Virginia farmer and musician rose to relevance, uh, re- uh, rose from relative obscurity to ranking number one on Billboard's Hot 100 for a song he recorded while out in the American wilderness. Not all of the American public has praise for the artist, however. Some have objected to his lyrics, lamenting that the, quote, obese are milking welfare. Well, because it's true. It's absolutely fucking true. I mean, America is one of the only countries that I can think of that has obese homeless people. Think about that. We have obese, starving Homeless people. Let that sink in. Let that a combination of words sink in, right? Not all Americans in public, milk, and welfare decrying that, quote, if you're 5'3 three and 300, uh, five foot three, 300 pounds, taxes ought not to pay for your bags of fudge rounds. Absolutely true. Absolutely true. I talked about this a long time on the show. I went to a store, and I got held up in line because this lady wanted to argue with the gas station worker that she should be able to use her bridge card to buy a lottery ticket. And she turned around and made the mistake of asking me what I thought. And I said, I think you're a lazy, I don't know. said, I think you're a lazy ass who doesn't want to get a fucking job. So you're stealing my fucking money to gamble it. She goes, man, who asked you? You. Can I get a, can, can you check me out, dog? Can you open up another register? This woman's not going to fucking move. So sure enough, he said, can you step aside so I can check other people out? It's pathetic. I don't support any of these social nets because they get overwhelmingly abused and they encourage people to milk off the system instead of fucking, I don't know, providing themselves the lives they deserve. On Wednesday, Rogan mentioned that his song has become a subject of discussion, to the point where, quote, everybody is getting involved, citing how Dwight from The Office actor Rain Wilson, faggiest fucking name, chimed in on its lyrics, quote, or uh, Wilson, who played Dwight in the office, wrote in a social media post, quote, If I were writing a song about Richmond, North of Richmond, I would talk about I wouldn't talk about obese people on welfare. I think about CEOs who make four hundred times their average worker's salary. Up from fifty times thirty years ago. And corps that and the corporations that pay zero taxes, like offshore tax shelters for billionaires. Alright. You multi-millionaire commie scumfuck. Let's address this, shall we? First, let's look at the point you made right here. I wouldn't talk about obese people on welfare. I would. Why? Welfare is only meant to cover your food. And if the government's going to implement and try to force you know regular citizens to have you know like a food pyramid type deal that should somehow absolutely be forced through the fucking welfare system. This does not allow you to buy, uh, you exclude certain brands, like Hostess, for example. Things that are just outright junk food. You lower the amount on it. Or you tie an increase in it, or whatever the fuck. You know, you tie an increase to gain a job. Some shit. Right? But, right now as it sits welfare overwhelmingly infanticizes people, and allows them to become Fat, pathetic, lethargic, fucking large With nothing better to do That's half of what I was talking about back in the day With the rioters and everything going on in DC Is when you interview these people They're all unemployed It's not like they were unemployed because of the pandemic They were just already unemployed They went from high school to their parents' house And stayed there Or they went from high school to college and came out radicalized Or vice versa Really, well they were normal in high school And came out crazy right? And then went into college And that craziness got cranked up but they're all in welfare they all have massive debt no fuck them this song absolutely needs to be written the way that it was it's a little too wha for me but i i i do appreciate where the song comes from i think it's a good way to go with uh try that in small town the office actor ring wilson chimed in on his lyrics right now let's scroll down here see I'd sing about CEOs who make 400 times their average worker salary up. And this is his tweet, by the way. First off, source bitch, source bitch. Second of all, yeah, they run a company. They assume all the costs and liability of said company. They also run the company that pays all of you, all the employees, pays all the taxes. And by the way, all these companies aren't getting taxed. Sure, maybe I get taxed to the point where you want them to be taxed. I think taxation is largely theft, but buddy, you are a very wealthy individual, right? If you ran your media company, you would become one of these super duper rich fucking people, and you wouldn't say shit, just like Bernie Sanders and Rain Wilson sucked cock for Bernie Sanders, basically right so buddy Bernie's a millionaire and if he ever becomes a billionaire he's not going to say anything he's just going to be all the trillionaires are a problem because once he became a millionaire he didn't mention anything about millionaires all of a sudden it was just billionaires and trillionaires not millionaires and billionaires it has a way of changing does it not so yeah no CEOs absolutely deserve a fat fucking paycheck a nice house a mansion hot wife, and some kids. I, I think a CEO deserves that. Why? Assumingly, you know, since we're generalizing here, they built a company. They grew it from the ground up. They worked in a basement. It's like if I, this podcast eventually grew into a massive media company. I grunted it out in a basement, moved from location to location, sank lots of money into traveling across the country to film different events and protests. Dog, like, come on. Come on now. If this grew to a massive company, I would absolutely... Be paying myself fat. The company would be getting more money than I would be, you know, but I would be the highest paid person in the company. Why? Because it's my fucking company. That's how it fucking works. That's how it should work. Why? It incentivizes other people to grow, to challenge, to become the next big dog. But the way society's written now has everybody so infanticized that when they see somebody having more of them, they're they're not seeing a challenge. Like, I can earn that. I can get that. They're seeing, um, somebody take from them and give it to me. That's all it is, you fucking sad asses. Not you, listening the audience. I know you're based. I know you're red-pilled. I love you. <laughs> you're sweet. You're so special. Go home with peace in your heart. You know what I mean? You're like You're wonderful. You're great. There's a lot of people I have in mind in particular when I talk about this kind of shit. So many people can think it would be regurgitating this point to me. Now let's continue on. Yeah, you're right. 50 times more than 30 years ago. Look at inflation rates. Look at the look at the market disaster of 2004. Look at the market crash of 2008, which really continued to 2012. Look at the housing crash of oh nine through 2012. And then you look at the pandemic and the massive inflation going on today. Yeah, geez, I wonder what happened to the economy where it multiplied so many fucking times. Hmm. Also, how are you measuring it? Because the way they measure inflation has changed. Three times since 1960. And twice since 1980. So I have to ask you, what measurements are you using exactly? Like which agreed upon terms? And again, what are your sources? Of course, they pay zero taxes. Fuck off. Yeah, you're right. He's incredibly out of touch. He's incredibly out of touch. Bitching about things he doesn't understand about like all these celebrities. These are the celebrities, and he was one that came out and sang, Imagine there's no heaven, no God above us. You know, during the pandemic, when everyone's locked down, they're being told that their grandma's going to die any second now. Yeah, great lyrics. Great song to fucking sing. By the way, I hate that John Lennon song, Communist Propaganda. But uh, you know who else is out of touch? The people who keep going for the, he's our guy. He's not. He never was. He's a guy. This is the part I was talking about earlier. You want to know who else is out of touch? The listening fucking audience. A lot of people, just like what Kyle Rittenhouse, and like I told you with Kyle Rittenhouse, Kyle Rittenhouse is not going to be your second amendment hero. When you donate to his legal fund, you're not donating because he's going to come out. You shouldn't be donating because you think he's going to come out of this court case. and would be like, gun rights! I'm going to run for Senate! Yay! No, he's a kid. He's going to come out of this. He's going to sue a bunch of people, get a bunch of money. He's going to get himself a nice girlfriend, and guess what? He's going to relax. She's going to unwind. She is going to... Uh, You know, he's just going to get a hot babe. That's what he did. He went and got himself a hot chick, got himself some golfing clubs, a golf club membership. And now he golfs, smokes cigars, and has a trophy girl. All right. And he lives in Florida. And a lot of people are like, he's a fucking traitor. No, he's not. No, he's fucking not. He was a kid who protected his community, who had a lot of misfortune fall his fucking way. He went through the darkness, came out victorious. That's all that. That's all that was fucking required of him, and Oliver Anthony is just a fucking guy. He wrote a great song that you like. I like it enough. I mean, I'm not gonna listen to it multiple times. It's a little too fucking whiny. A little too fucking resolute to fucking failure, sounding a little too like they've won. You know, I'm just not here for black pills. You know, I'm a generally optimistic type of individual. But he's just a guy. A lot of people came out like, "Yeah, he's one of the working class." And then when he went on a show called "The American Marxist," and he's, you know, he started talking to them, is he a communist. Those people turned on him so hard, right? And then there's a Fox clip that takes him out of out of context where he says, "Diversity is our strength," which is like one sentence out of like a ten-ish minute interview he gave. You know, he's just a fucking guy. He's just a guy. A lot of people rush to be like the he's our guy. No, no, no. Be your guy. All right. Be your Ubermensch, as it were. Don't sit back and be like, "Where's our, where's our, 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 our night on our night on a horseback? Who's gonna be our guy? No one. No one's coming. You make friends. You make allies. But you gotta be your fucking guy first. Just like there's America first. There's you first. You got what's in your best interest, you know, how can you take care of yourself, how can you provide and get the best life going on around you. Oftentimes, to achieve the best life around you, and it involves some level of self-improvement and public service. Or at least a purpose in life. And being your own savior, your own person who's going to come out and help you, that's not a bad way to go about it. And I'm talking about some vain ego self-deification method. I am about literally pulling yourself, yeah, literally, but actually busting your ass, getting some elbow grease, and being what you need to see in the world, not waiting for someone else to be what you want to see. Oliver Anthony is just a guy, and a lot of people who sit here thinking that he was going to be their guy, I hate to break it to them, they're the ones who are super duper out of fucking touch. He was never going to be your guy, I might lose some subscribers over this, but you need to hear this. There is no your guy. Everyone's flawed. Everyone's fucked up. Everyone's going to say or do some shit you don't agree with. I don't understand and I always hate the weird rush to sanctify people when they do something based. Same thing happened with Black Rifle Coffee. And then when Black Rifle Coffee came out of the BLM can, guess what? People got rage, said they were traitors, blah, blah, blah. They were a coffee company. Ran by veterans who said some shit. We're America first. Yeah, you're right. They're veterans. They hired American workers, and they brew and make their shit and can their shit in the U.S. Coffee beans still come from some sketchy, likely slave-harvested country. It is what it is. Let's continue on. Rogan turned the scrutiny back on Wilson himself and joked, There is nothing funnier than millionaires talking shit about billionaires. Says the guy who loves Bernie Sanders. There is nothing funnier about funnier about million there's nothing funnier about millionaires pretending these billionaires are out of touch. Rogan then suggested, quote, take Dwight from the office down to West Virginia, take him through those coal mining countries, take him through these places in Appalachia where people live and have extreme poverty. Nothing that pills have devastated the region. noting that pills have devastated that region. Yeah, that and a lot of homemade drugs. True. Absolutely true. He couldn't handle it. It would break him. Quote, Through rural Virginia, that poverty is a big issue. The drugs are a big issue. And I mean, it's not just even in rural areas. And you go into downtown Richmond or any downtown anywhere, for that matter, Anthony said. He added that lately it appears... That these problems quote exist everywhere now to the point that quote that's why the song was resonant that's why the song resonated the way that it did. Now, let's scroll down here and see what the comments have to say. Wow. Okay. Literally just three. Let's see what they have to say. Uh, Luis, Hilston Barry Ford the third, fancy name. I pray that America overcomes its infatuation with pills powder and injected junk and realizes that chemicals are not the way to happiness sobriety work love community spirit and morals are the solid foundation for happiness and will bring money love and healing Yeah, that's kind of what i'm saying like if you want a better life you got to take that you got to do self-improvement and you usually got to get involved in your community it gives you something to care about it makes you want to fight and build for something and a lot of people just live, you know, like in a house. They don't live in a community. They don't live in a neighborhood. They just live in a house. They work in a building. It's not like they work with their neighbors. It's not like they know who they work with or they really spend time. They got work acquaintances. That's it. Like no effort to be like, hey, we get along at work. You wanna go maybe go like grab a beer? Throw some discs? Some? No, you just are content to see each other at work, get along really well, and then go home and be by yourself little bit of projection here, but only because during the week I get out of work and I come here and go to bed. I haven't really got to hang out with my friends the way that I usually would. Uh, just because everything with, you know, I work right now I'm working my ass off at a Miller distributor slash brewery. So, everything going on with Anheuser-Busch, I'm incredibly fucking busy right now. Uh, Janet. No, sure. Uh, I think you mean not sure. But think it was a dig. Fudge rounds. At Chris Christie. I am happy for Oliver and for his music going viral. He didn't have to sell his soul to record uh, to record companies. No, true. Absolutely true. Again, he seems like a great guy. God bless Oliver. I completely agree. He seems like a great guy. I just have to sit here and give a critical eye to the people who are like, he was supposed to be our guy. Stop that nonsense. You don't have a guy. You have yourself in this fucking world. And I mean, sure, it's kind of cruel. It's kind of a dick move. I'm sorry. Look. Un, uh, God, what's it? H- how's the phrase go? Honest conflict is more beneficial to the fabric and well being of our country than dishonest harmony. Right? Now let me. Let's watch a little bit of this, actually. I'm pulled up here.
3: The Joe Rogan experience. And you're going to have to deal with that soon. Because I guarantee
2: you there's going to be some people that are making some CGI oh, There <laughs> already,
0: already are. There. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. What is that? I'm sure I, there are. Yeah, I haven't kept up with a lot just because, um, you know, I'm doing, so I, anything social media related right now or anything, any internet presence I have right now is coming from me off the phone just like before everything blew up. So I haven't invested the time to like look at everything circulating, but I've seen people like friends and family have sent me stuff. And some of it's pretty funny, but, uh, you know, they've got all these different AI remixes of the song with different voices and um overlay different faces and all and it's it's funny to see where it's gonna go you know that is funny
3: yeah you're gonna have to deal with that my daughter sent me some advertisement she goes did you do this advertisement i'm like nope yeah that's not really my voice yeah like like the the day after
0: the day after things blew up one of the towing companies had had an ad on facebook that had it it wasn't really me but it was a red beard and like the side profile of sunglasses looking out the window i'm like okay how dare i guess i've made it anyway (laughs) that's not realized like people are already ripping things off and what's crazy is like every shirt that i've worn anywhere in public there's um so there's a there's a organization that I've um I'm not like officially r- related to or in any way have done anything with, but it's a friend of a friend in the neighborhood. It's called Nets with Vets, and they take out veterans with PTSD and let them go deep sea fishing. And so he asked me last minute just to wear his shirt at one of the concerts. And do you know now there's like 1,500 listings online for counterfeit Nets with Vets shirts. Yes, and so crazy. the organization reached out like, hey, are you like making shirts ripping us off? <laughs> it's like it's not me. So it's like it's, just, it's a weird, uh... it's a weird thing. I've ex- I've already experienced a lot of that stuff. Not so much on the AI side, but just I don't know. The internet's just such a, a rowdy place, you know. Oh, it's so rowdy. <laughs> the world's rowdy place it is and maybe people bring maybe people bring their um their best and their worst on the internet like uh I've always tried to stay off social media as much as possible, but um, I've learned very quickly that, like, Twitter and Facebook and stuff like you, <laughs> you you see comments and feedback from people both overwhelmingly positive that maybe you wouldn't get in a personal conversation, but also, like, overwhelmingly negative, yeah. too, you know? yeah, People you're... just use that as a vent. They just They just take whatever seething hatred they have inside of them, they're like, oh, I'm getting that guy
3: with it, you know? If you had a song just about love that resonated like that, it would be almost impossible to hate you. But you have a song where you're talking about how people are fed up with shit, and it obviously resonated. I mean, yeah. I've seen songs go viral, but that's pretty banana, son. Your shit went to the moon right yeah. away. And uh, God, I'm not sure who sent it to me. I'll have to find out who sent it to me. Because it's one of those things where like, once one person sent it to me, then it was like dozens of people were sent yeah. it
0: to me. It, it, um, It's funny because originally that song wasn't in my... It wasn't really even in my top five. Like, It's not normally the type of song... I've written songs with... Similar messages, but as far as that sort of, like, I guess, anthem format is what people are calling it. It's like an anthem. Like, that's not something I would normally write. But uh. But it's an uh, unlikely anthem. Yeah. insane times, (laughs) it would be an unlikely anthem. Yeah, I had no idea that that song would react the way it did. At least in my case, I think the one thing that's helped me, too, is that my singing isn't the best, but I've never had any, like, vocal lessons or anything. So the way I sing is just the way I sing. And so, like, I think even the same way with her and other people, it's like, it's maybe rough around the edges. It could be a little pitchy or it's, you know, you're not using the right part of your face when you project and whatever and so like on paper things aren't quite right but to the i guess to another human it's like it sounds like it sounds right because it's it's it is it is what it is you know it's authentic yeah
3: yeah i don't think there's any right way to do anything i mean there's it's like you see it in everything there's a person who <laughs> violates the rules and they're the best at it <laughs> and then it, and then the rules <laughs> almost morph into
0: whatever that is like um it's yeah. funny like with music yeah music has country in particular, but music in general has gotten way too wrapped up in, like, this algorithm of how many beats per minute it needs to have and how many verses and how they need to be layered, and it's like they've almost created this sort of, like, industry standard, uh, like, OSHA rulebook of how music needs to be performed, and so, like, you can only do that so many thousands of times before people are like,
3: okay, what else is yeah. there, you know? Well, people like that, too. That's the thing. There's a lot of damn people. There's yeah. a lot of people. The problem, I think, with a lot of people is they want you to like what they like, and if you don't like what they like, what you like sucks. <laughs> it's it's funny like that man it's we we're so tribal we we are we are tribal with our cell phones you know we're an android or pc you know oh, android people brands, to stick yeah. together it's like we're so weird mm-hmm. we're so weird but we're like that with our musical taste we're, we're like that with our cultural sensitivities or our, our cult- cultural sensibilities rather like with the way we feel about life and how life should be we want everybody to kind of think along the ways that we think mm-hmm. it's, it's very strange and when a person like yourself gets labeled a right wing left wing fanatic like right out of the game <laughs> both, in, both in like a week and a half and yeah at least i know i'm doing something right like to me yeah, um, they're, they're looking for your biden campaign contributions now they're going through your fucking taxes it's the whole thing is so bonkers man like can't they just accept that you made a great song and people enjoy it yeah why, why does it ha- you know why do people have to attack
0: well it? i think it's just for whatever reason i've been there's i'm the subject matter the last couple weeks and i and you know in everyone's defense i probably haven't it, i've waited for for this opportunity i guess to really have a real conversation with somebody about whatever it is i am so people are just trying to find who's this oliver anthony guy and what is he and where does he work and who did he vote for and what's his family like and yadi because they want to sort of build this um image of whatever it is that the person behind the song represents for better or for worse right. so people who agree with it want to you know i don't know it's, <clears throat> it's really funny to watch on my end because obviously i know what's true and what's not and so like just even what i've skimmed through of people sending me like I, like this, like singing at the Super Bowl. Like, how many people have formed an opinion about whether or not I should be paid to sing at the Super Bowl? Like, I'm not singing at the Super Bowl. That's just some somebody made up. But you know, there's there's been hundreds of hours of people's time wasted probably talking about all these little like things that don't even exist. It's just somebody made them up, and put them on the internet, and so I'm just letting them ride. I think they, I think it's, I think it's great. It's I, I just think it's great. Like that, at least the last couple of weeks, I've been able to entertain everyone and get everyone's mind off like all the all all the other horrible stuff that's going on in the world right now. Like, uh, yeah. at least everybody can have a good
3: laugh, you know. So, well, I mean. It's it's a subject of discussion. So like everybody is getting involved, and, and somehow or another it became cultural. And then there was uh, Dwight from the Office. Oh yeah. He, like, he chived in that if he was going to write a cultural <laughs> anthem, what did he say? Something like he wouldn't write about over- overweight <laughs> people on welfare. He would write about billionaires and their taxes. Yeah. There's nothing funnier than millionaires. Talking shit about billionaires. <laughs> There's nothing funny, funnier about millionaires pretending these billionaires are out of touch. Oh yeah, <laughs> and then you know, take take Dwight from the office down to West Virginia, you know, take him take him through those coal mining countries, take him through those places in Appalachia where people have extreme poverty yeah. and pills have ravished those areas. Take them through there.
0: And it's everywhere. Yeah, the sad thing is it's it's everywhere now. It's not... Yeah. You know, it's funny. People, right off the get-go, I guess because it was Radio WV that posted the original video, but, like, I've never once advertised myself as being necessarily from the mountains. My grandfather grew up in western part of Virginia in the mountains, but I've, I'm from Farmville, which is technically Piedmont. But even in throughout rural virginia that poverty is a big issue and drugs are a big issue and i mean it's not just even in the rural areas in you go into downtown richmond or any downtown anywhere for that matter it's like it's almost like um yeah these problems exist everywhere now that are and i think i mean obviously they are because they that's why everywhere. the song resonated the way it did the problem for me was um well, i knew that i needed to do this like i knew i needed to I procrastinated with music a long time. I mean, I'm 31. I've been playing guitar and singing on and off since I was a kid. Like, my my grandma was in a band years ago. And so, like, little, I remember as a little kid, what got me interested in all of it was um, going, you know, Dukes of Hazzard when I was a kid. I was like five. And I used to sit with my grandma and we'd sit and watch Dukes of Hazzard and watch Waylon Jennings pick that guitar because I had no idea who Waylon Jennings was. But that just, like, I just fell in love with that. And, uh, so grew up listening to like that 70s country and she loved all the old stuff like the 50s and 60s and um even in the 70s even you know janice and all that and so like she really introduced me a lot into music when i was a little kid and so like i just kind of held on to it but never never pursued it the way i should and then i'd play at a bonfire party or i'd play at whatever it's a friend's house and everybody's like man you got to do something with this you're you know you don't want to waste this talent you've got and whatever and that would almost make me feel even shittier because i'm like oh man i suck like i'm such a piece of crap for not doing something with this and so yeah, like when I was outside of work, it's like I would just, I would just, I'd drink, I'd get just absolutely stoned, and I would just sit around and try to think about anything but what it was that I really needed to be doing, which was like, and so it's kind of like funny, but that's ended up what kind of sparked me into like, writing all these songs and doing all this stuff. Cause it's like, I. I don't know. Just like with you, probably with some what you do, jujitsu or whatever. It's like for me, songwriting is it gets my head. Like you said, getting your head clear. You know, because mm-hmm. that's all you can. F- and I, songwriting is interesting for different people. But I've, now that I've been in it, I guess now that I've been in the industry for two weeks and I've talked to like <laughs> now that you've been in the industry, you conquered it. Now that I'm an industry expert, it's like some of the other musicians I've talked to, like the people I've looked up to over the years, they experience this too. But certain people, when you songwrite, it's a very um, it's a it's dramatic. Like, um, do you write all your own songs? Yeah. But it's, it's. Have you been accused of not writing your own songs? <laughs> Very early on, yeah, because since my state, I guess it's not even my stage name, it's Oliver Anthony Music. And so it's supposed to represent music from, you know, Oliver Anthony Music is my, my grandfather. And so he grew up in the 30s in the mountains and used to tell all these wild stories about how life was back then. But the music's just sort of a characterization of like that period in time and those people, you know? And that's so yeah when when so your real name is not all cri- yeah christopher christopher anthony Lunsford is my real legal name and so that's what's on like like if you look up the songwriting decided to sing as oliver anthony just in uh well like i said i have it i just had the the youtube channel listed as oliver anthony music um just because like that's sort of that's sort of the the demeanor or the like i said the character i was rep- like that older virginia style music mm-hmm. like if you if you look if you go on youtube and you look up that type of music from back then like there's old recordings of people like that's that's what i I just love that type of stuff you do you know? think you're gonna keep that name? Yeah, I mean I mean a lot of people could still call me Chris and I posted on social media call me whatever. I mean I've been called a lot worse than either of those things, but <laughs> yeah, it'll it'll stay Oliver Anthony Music indefinitely. Yeah. It's a, it's a it's a special name. It's a special name to me not only cuz it was my grandfather's name, but it's it's sort of like to me it reminds me of how much how different things were back then, but uh, he was born Oliver Anthony, but everybody called him Anthony growing up and so like he always thought his name was Anthony Oliver and uh last name Engel and so like it wasn't until he was in his 60s and going to re- retire he realized that his name didn't match his birth certificate so he had to actually change his legal name when he was in his 60s but it's because He back thought his then, name was
3: Anthony Oliver? Yeah. And so, his but, whole life? But his
0: legal name was and so it's, yeah, and his, <laughs> his parents named him so it's just like but all, but all the paperwork back then was so scattered up because a lot of people were illiterate and of course documents weren't tracked as well as they are now you know oh, and so it's like yeah there's people in the family that have a different spelling and it's the same last name but the few letters are different and stuff it's just kind of cool like uh, but he just he just thought that was crazy he had to change his name and he was 65 so he could draw his retirement all because his that's social security crazy. and everything was under a totally different name but that's crazy. so it's, a spe- it's just special to me um he was he's like the only other one in the family like me most of our family's like average height six feet and under but he and i were both you know six six red-headed left-handed like i just i don't know in a lot of ways i just uh i, I thought it was special to kind of respect him he passed away in 2019 and that's kind of when I. I guess that's when I first kind of adapted the name for the music. I didn't really get serious with anything until
3: probably Two weeks ago. Yeah,
0: until a couple <laughs> weeks ago. Probably until I think I uploaded the first original. Like, like when I was when I decided I was in it to win it, and I really wanted to make this thing happen. Um, it was probably about a, yeah, probably May of last year when I uploaded "Ain't Got a Dollar." Or it might have been "Rich Man's Goal" was the first one I uploaded on YouTube. But that's when I decided, like, all right, I'm I'm doing this thing. But
3: yeah, so, so you you were just smoking too much weed, drinking too much, and just procrastinating. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so that and you know like. Anxiety
0: is, is definitely something that's underestimated, you know I used to laugh about or not laugh about but I used to just not really understand when people talked about mental health and anxiety because Everyone gets stressed out over stuff And so you think of anxiety as being just like this normal phenomenon everyone deals with but your your mind can really put you in a Dark place to where that thing it just like it just holds on to you like a yeah. you know And it, it yeah. just um, makes it very difficult for you to do anything And so yeah, I spent at least two years of my life almost constantly just having what felt like just a knot right here Just just wrenching
3: at well, it. Well, that's you know? especially true for people that are pursuing a non-traditional life you know with that doesn't have any guarantees it's it's a wild life to try to be an entertainer like to ju- just to choose to try to make it in this wild world of people that are singing and making songs and yeah. you want people to pay attention to you like do you know how many fucking people are singing how yeah. many people can sing How many people are recording things, and now with YouTube and and the like, how many people are putting stuff up on the internet Mm -hmm. for other people to enjoy? It's a lot. The idea that you're going to stand out, so that you're filled with anxiety just because of that, because this future's uncertain. Yeah,
0: I think for me, a a lot of the anxiety came from me just feeling like I was running out of time. All
1: right.
2: All right, folks. That being said, I think this is a good point to wrap this episode of Inside Four Walls up. I will talk to you guys later.
1: Sisters, ladies and gentlemen.
2: Hello, I'm Rumble. And I'm YouTube. YouTube? Why are you dressed like that? Well, I've been seeing a lot of violations in the community lately, so I'm enforcing that. You mean like people not following your policies? Strike one! Uh, what if someone tells the truth, but it's labeled as misinformation? Strike two! Wow, what if I want to ask questions and have different opinions on things? Strike three! You're of here! Now what? You may appeal to me in 30 days. Thankfully, we encourage diverse opinions and new ideas. Strike four! Dude, what? There's no such thing as four strikes. And I'm not even on your platform. Strike five! All right, I'm out. You're crazy. Later, dude. Strike six!